Hello, welcome to Two Friends, One Big Waste of Time podcast, end of 2022. You don't have a thing for this one. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm here with, uh, I'm Garen here with my friend Woody. Hello. The two friends, and we talk, we're just going to talk about movies from 2022 that yeah. came out. And it, we might go over some games. Or, we already did an anime on our dumb anime podcast, so if you want to hear yeah. those, you can listen to that there. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into it. It's gonna be good. How many movies excited. did you watch this year? Uh, total. Yeah. Uh, give me a, a second. new movie. Oh, total. Yeah. I don't think I can look at total on my letterbox. Um, I got I, into letterbox this year, which if you don't have it, it's really fun. It's a good way to log. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, and it's good to look back and see how many you watched this year. Um, or that part's fun. So I watched 172 films this year. Okay. So yeah, not bad. The movie guy we listened to, Sean Fennessy, logged in at 600, which he was like, I did 800 last year, so I feel better about my life. Yeah, well, that was part of his New Year's resolution, was he wanted to be more... In with his family? Well, like, no. conscious of what he watches, because okay. he says he just, like, watches a lot of junk sometimes, and he yeah. actually wants to, like, be, like again, be, like, conscious of what he's actually watching. So. Gotcha. But, I mean, you know, he'll go to film festivals, and I think he'll log, like, five movies in a day. Wow. Like, he'll do some of that stuff. It's pretty crazy. That doesn't sound like the worst. No, it sounds awesome. Way to spend your day. He averages two movies a day. Like that's pretty fun. Yeah, I average maybe three a week. I got three point. I got three point three a week. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe three, maybe two. I mean, just get to a hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, two a week. It's not bad. Uh, but as far as what came out this year, um, I got to forty three. Uh, I think I'm I'm almost there with you. Uh, twenty twenty two. I'm at thirty nine. Nice. With one of, but I have a list of forty because one. I I counted one anime movie that came out here to America in this year. Okay. One Piece. No. Damn. Close. I'm sure, I was close. But okay. Yeah. So we're at. Uh, so as it is, I gave yeah. And the highest I gave was a four and a half star out of five. I gave one, and then I have. Three, I have four four stars, and the rest of them are just like junk. After um, I have three five stars. I gave no five stars last year. I got three this year, and I got a four and a half. I got two four and a halves. Yeah. So, so three yeah. four and a halves. Holy shit! I only have one movie that's just like I, I will think. The more I rewatch it, the more I will think about, about it. how cool. great it is. <laughs> that works. Uh, but yeah, we put together a list of twenty-two of our top twenty-two, which we're going to go over for the year twenty twenty-two. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Is that what you, again? That's what you said. We're sitting down. That's not what I said at all. What do you mean? You said you had 20 to your top 22, right? I, I might have just mumbled or stuttered. Oh my god! <laughs> I just created a top 22 <laughs> for this bullshit, and I thought this is what we're gonna I do. Have, I have a top 22. I just rank mine throughout the year, so like I have my top 40 ranked. Okay. So I'm fine. <laughs> I just did not tell you to make the top 22 for top 22. I did not say that. All right. Well, that's what we're doing now. Every single goddamn fucking year is we're going to next year is going to be a top 23. And then it's going to it's going to keep on it's going. Fine, it's fine. Okay. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. Okay. What's still what's at 22? Ooh, fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but now I need to move stuff around to make sure the stuff got in there. Oh, oh well. Oh, well. Sorry, Spiderhead. <laughs> That's why the Spiderhead also did not make it. To the I game. like Spiderhead, but okay. uh, let's just go over. Uh, what's your worst movie of the year? What was the worst movie you saw this the year? The worst movie I saw? It was the worst movie you saw this year. Oh, Lightyear? Oh, oh, that's sad. 
Uh, yeah, it's probably Lightyear. I gave a one star to five movies. Okay, what do you got? Um, the Bubble, which yeah. is a Netflix movie. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> it's really, That's, really bad. Is it funny? It's funny for, oh, yeah, the, whole, for the whole coronavirus part of it. Okay, cool, cool. But it's a movie that, like, because of the whole coronavirus part, like, this will be a dated movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Man from Toronto, which is a movie I completely forgot. I was looking to get to 40, and then I realized I watched The Man from Toronto, mm-hmm. which starred Kevin Hart and... I watched a lot of Woody Netflix. Harrelson. I watched a lot of Netflix yeah. movies this yeah. year. Um, Blackout, which is Josh. Ooh. I don't know, look at Blackout, and then One Piece Film Red. Oh man, which is a movie that I wouldn't. Have, I probably would have given it a higher score if I had watched it at home and not have, and had paid half attention to it. Yeah, but I watched it in the theaters with my brother and paid full attention to it, and it made for a much worse experience. Huh. They also made it like a musical. Not a musical, but they just, or they, they just had a lot of songs in it. Blackout looks interesting. <laughs> uh, Blackout was bad. What's the name of the actor? Uh, Josh, Josh uh, Duhamel. You know who that guy is. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, if you don't know who that is, trust me, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. You've seen him. Uh, and then the worst movie, the movie I would put the worst of 2022 would be Don't Worry Darling. You watched it? Yes. Wow. Jeez, okay. I watched it with my girlfriend, and then we were so bored by it, we stopped, and then I went back and watched the ending of it. Okay. And it was just like, I that was a waste. Why did I do that? Okay. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I didn't even get to it, but... Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to go through and run through the other movies. Yeah, you just run through... Uh, Fistful of Vengeance, which is a Netflix movie with uh, Ico. Yes, or, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in it. It's not good, though. Um, Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam's not bad. Yeah. Didn't watch it. It's not bad. Uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse, Uncharted, Jurassic World, Domination, which was fun in theaters. I just want to say, for people who were like, that movie was trash, calm down. If it was in theaters, it was a you watched it. It was a fun time. Did you watch it? No, I never saw it. Okay, then don't give me that. Why are you looking at me like, how, because, well, how I have, dare you defend this movie? No, it's fine. I just know that I have to watch it in order to complete my top 100 box office. Uh, well, so missed, at some point, well, I have to watch out. it. Well, you missed out. Yeah, and I have, watch it. See I have to watch it on TV. So. Yeah, it's not going to be as good. Uh, Deadstream, which was a movie I watched with my girlfriend who because da- she downloaded Shudder just yeah, to watch yeah, this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's about a streamer who's like... Who I think he did something and he was canceled. Okay. But now he's making his comeback, and so he's like, "I'm gonna lock myself in this haunted house." And so at the beginning of the movie, it's just him taking out his spark plugs out of his car and throwing his keys out into the woods. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "There's like, we're, we're no cheats. We're just gonna do this." And he runs into the house, and, and it turns out there's something in there, and a lot of weird things happen. Oh, cool. Yeah. I thought actually I like the premise of that. Oh actually. well, the premise is it's shot with him with the cam. Yeah. So it's like one of those, and okay. he sets up cameras all over the house and yeah. stuff like that at first, so you see that, and that's, that's cool. how it's shot. It's cool. That's nice. I like that idea. It's a fun time. Very stupid and a little bit scary, but it's fun. Okay. Lightyear, Sonic Two, The Redeem Team mm-hmm. was the doc about the the second. Yeah, back yeah. in two thousand eight. Yeah. The reason it's so low is because it's mostly about it's mostly NBA players who I don't really like talking about how good they were, even though they were losing so. It was actually a lot worse than we think it was, which how much they were losing. Oh, really? The U.S. team? Yeah. Oh wow. It was actually much worse. Do you know what changed it, Kobe? <laughs> Honestly, it was really. Honestly, if you don't, if you think Kobe was overrated, like this is this is a movie that changes that okay perspective because Kobe comes like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, basically. 
LeBron, D Wade, and Carmelo Anthony are like, we can't figure this out. <laughs> it's really bad. And Kobe's just like, and it's just like those guys being like, man, but we were so good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they, they were losing. They were losing. <laughs> yeah. Kobe just comes in. Hey, man, it's about Irritating. buckets. Irritating. The gray man. Yep, I got the right man. Uh, Jerry and Marge go large, which was Brian Cranston. And <laughs> oh yeah, I, I like this movie. It. Yeah, I remember you talking it's about fun. it. Yeah, uh, Paramount Plus exclusive. Yeah. Uh, and then the movie just missing the top twenty-two is Spiderhead. Okay, I like Spiderhead. That's also on my list. Mm-hmm. Did not make my top twenty-two though. That's um, a fun one. I'm gonna run through mine that didn't quite make it. Uh, starting with the three five five. A bunch of really good uh, actresses get together and they make like a spy movie. Uh, it had one really good moment. Other than that, it's just forgettable. Really good actresses. Yeah, okay. like Jessica Chastain, Lupita, uh, people uh, who Penelope Cruz is in it. Um, yeah. Okay. Good actresses. Uh, yeah, Mary, I'm, I'm about to just pull up your profile. Uh, Marry me. <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Yeah. Uh, was that moments. when we were on Peacock? Yeah, it was Peacock. And yeah. you watched that? that it, it came out for, for Peacock. It. Yeah. On Peacock for you. Yeah. Uh, so it was fun. Uh, Uncharted. Um, the Lost City. Not Uncharted was bad. The Lost City, <laughs> which I say The Lost City is a better Uncharted movie than Uncharted. Lost City made it into my top 22. Love Lost City. It was really fun. Uh, Deep Water, which is Ben Affleck's Anna de Armas, uh, like, love triangle thing, conspiracy. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's not, it's pretty fun. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo driving home to you. Uh, it's basically about her making her album, mm-hmm. uh, which was not as juicy as I wanted it to be. Uh, Doctor Strange Love Multiverse of Madness. Our Father. I've um, heard of Our Father. Yeah, Our Father is a documentary about a guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who artificially artificially inseminates people. Um, already talked about Lightyear, Spiderhead, Thor: Love and Thunder, Minions: The Rise of Gru, which I just. I don't know. It just didn't hit well for me, I guess, especially because yeah. I watched one of the other Minion movies this year, and I was like, that one was really fun. Um, uh, let's see. The Gray Man. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Watch that. Uh, yeah, that's about it. The rest of them are going to be in my top 22. Yeah. So, yeah, going into this for me, Oscar movies don't really have a lot of them. I think I have two. Have the, have the Oscars nominations been announced no, already? Because it's happening like in March. Okay. So it'll probably happen. Then the list I looked at was not a real list. Then. No, uh, it's all still speculation right now. Okay. So I still, I possibly have like two of the ones that are being uh, that's cool. nominated. Uh, the ones that are possibly happening. Uh, and also for me, for like how I like movies now, rewatchability has become more and more important over time. Yeah. And so, like, you know. Yeah, I haven't seen Tar, but I can't imagine Tar would be in my top five. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I have also not seen Tar. Yeah. It's like my big glaring hole that I haven't seen. Yeah. But also, I did, yeah, yeah, there was one. We'll get to it when Woody. Yeah, does we'll it, but yeah, I was upset that I didn't watch. It. I have so many three stars. Okay, uh, I'll go first. Okay, your twenty-two. Uh, my my twenty-two is the movie that you were telling me that you wanted to watch that I had watched, but you didn't get to in time, which is fresh. Yes, uh, from Hulu, which yeah. uh, a Hulu exclusive movie about with uh, the guy who plays um, Sebastian Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan, uh, and the, I believe it's the girl from uh, th- uh, the BDSM movies, uh, Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Dakota I, Johnson. I think it's her. Yeah, um, and uh, they they meet. 
she meets him at a deli market, and then they yada yada yada. They he ends up taking her out to a cabin in the woods, uh, where he drugs her and then chains her up in the basement. And he's like, "I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to take your meat." And he's like, "What do you mean you're going to take me? Well, meat is better fresh. Uh, it's better sold fresh than it is off a dead body." Uh, and this, yeah. So it's a movie about cannibalism and about yeah. uh, her being kidnapped to have her meat sold off uh, and stuff like that. And it's really creepy and really scary and really offsetting. Yeah. Um, do you want me to spoil the ending for you? Yeah, go for She gets out of it by... Because there's other girls in the in the place, and she realizes by talking to them that, like, he, he had sex with her and mm-hmm. not with the other ones. So, like, she was like, maybe he finds me more attractive. So she seduces him enough to be able to suck his dick. She bites his dick off. Mm. And then she... That she takes that opportunity to escape. Her also, her friend also ends up here because yeah. she investigated her or whatever. She finds a friend. They all just fight and stuff like that. Uh, and then at the end, a woman comes out and uh, tries to attack uh, her. And they kill him. And then this other woman comes to attack her. And they kill her. And then it's her and her friend looking at her. And she's like, who was that other woman? And she's like, that was his wife. And she goes, he was married? <laughs> and then the movie ends. <laughs> That is a good ending. Yeah. It is a really good ending. It's a really funny ending for that movie. Yeah. All right. uh, Coming in, my number 22 is The Woman King. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis. uh, John Boyega's in it. Um, The actress who played the the new 007 in the James Bond movie that just came out, she's in it, too. She Mm. steals the screen. So good. Um, Yeah, the movie has really good action pieces. Uh, and the stupidest romance that I've ever seen, probably on script, on film. Uh, so there's that, like just opposing itself. Uh, action is really good. Uh, they also go into some really big liberties as far as what actually happened. So it's based off of like a true story of these women fighters um, who are in basically they're fighting against another tribe, mm-hmm. and whenever you lose, basically you just take the other tribesmen and sell them for slaves. Uh, but oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but in like so the end of the movie this tribe is like we need to stop like selling slaves Uh, but in reality they like went to the British government it's like hey we really need to keep selling slaves so Mm -hmm. they kind of yeah they play a little bit off of what actually happened a lot Uh, but the action's really cool like I'll give it that for sure and Viola Davis is awesome Mm -hmm. in every way Uh, 21 is uh, Thor of Love and Thunder. Uh, I didn't, like I said, I just made this list without knowing of the 2022 parts. If it was around 2022, I probably would have replaced it with, like, Spiderhead. (laughs) Okay. Because I don't really, it feels weird having uh, Thor on here because it's just not that good. Yeah. Um, I guess this is my favorite Marvel movie. I still haven't seen Wakanda forever, but that's about it. Yeah. Neither have I, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Marvel has definitely gone downhill for me. Mm -hmm. There's quality. We're in the. I think it's yeah. funny that he has a child at the end. Yeah, he has a kid. Christ- and I'm sad that Christian Bale is just in this movie. Yeah. For no reason. And now he's gone. Now he's gone. Like it's it's one of those things where like there are actors like Michael B. Jordan would be so cool if he was in it, but it's like you know we're gonna use him for a villain and he's gone. But, like that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like oh that sucks. And then, like I don't care that Natalie Portman died. <laughs> I just don't. It, it felt I felt nothing from okay. it. I was like confused with the amount of kids that were in this for, for the whole movie. And they're like oh now I get it. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, the kids gotta they get the powers too. They should have just left the Guardians of the Galaxy in there and just had a movie with Thor and those two, yeah. and those guys. That's but good, but they get their next movie. It was yeah, it was fun. Um, not the worst Thor movie, not the best Thor movie. That is for sure. Yes. Uh, number twenty one for me is the Whale. Uh, Brandon Fraser's movie. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Brent Fraser is amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's really incredible what he does. Does it take place in one room? Yeah, it takes place in an apartment. Okay. Yeah, it all takes place in an apartment. Uh, the reason why it's so because like it was really it was done I, so well, so it's right? about a about a morbidly obese guy who's just confined to his room because he can't health reasons he can't really leave. Right? He doesn't want to leave. Yeah, but the, like he but doesn't also like he the outside right? world. Yeah, could um, he leave? He, yeah, probably could. Okay, but like. I mean, if he needed to, he probably could. I mean, he can walk around his apartment, mm-hmm. and he gets pizza from outside. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't, like, his own view of himself, so he doesn't like the world to see him and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, there's just some messages that it sends out that I don't really know if I quite agree with with certain things. Like, he's unbelievably positive, and it's really weird. Uh, the, the director of it is a, uh interesting artsy director. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part of this is there's a family of four sitting behind me, uh, mom, dad, and the two kids. Uh, the first shot of this movie is coming over behind him, and you're like, what is he doing? Oh, he's watching gay porn. Oh, okay. Oh, he's jerking off. <laughs> That's the first shot, and her gasping behind me was really funny to me. So <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the best part. Uh, but no, Brandon Fraser is really good in it. So Yeah. Yeah. Think he'll win? Uh, I hope so. I hope he does. I think that'd be cool for him. And then we can try to get him a, uh, a Mummy sequel. <laughs> From the whale back to the mummy. Yeah, that'd be fun. Does he really want that? I don't know. He said he'd do it. I'd be down for it. So. Um, Not the bubble, but bubble is my... What? Uh, two different things? No, uh, yeah, number 20. Uh, bubble was an anime movie that came out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, it is... Basically, like, this huge bubble gets put around this one area, and these people are inside of it trying to get out of it. Uh, if you fall in the water, you die. And that leads to a bunch of parkour games being happening inside the bubble. That's cool. Uh, and then they find a girl who's, like, who is the bubble, which was weird, which is weird in, in anime. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's basically a, a cool movie with, like, good parkour moves and music happening, and it's fun. Okay. Cool. It was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 20 is Emily the Criminal. Mm. Did you watch this one? No, I know what you're talking yeah. about. So. Uh, this is with uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza. Uh, she plays a normal person mm-hmm. uh, in this, but she basically needs money. And uh, it's Theo Rossi, who was in Sons okay. of Anarchy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he. She basically gets turned into this... Um, onto this enterprise where they like steal credit card information and they purchase things and she goes down this little rabbit hole in order to make money because she needs some money and yeah it's really good she's really good in it um and the story is just super it's super tight it's clean it's like 97 minutes uh and it was just a good time just a good little thriller to like watch so Oh, uh, the luckiest girl alive. Netflix movie. Uh, Mila Kunis is the star of this movie. I think okay. this is based off a book. Uh, basically, it's this girl who, or Mila Kunis, plays this woman who had a tragic thing happen in her past, which ended up turns out to be a school shooting moment mm-hmm. that she was involved in, with one of her friends being, or two of her friends being the, the school shooters. Mm-hmm. But she actually saved somebody. And killed one of them during the school shooting, but because of that, people thought that like she was involved in it, and so and whatnot, and so that like led through her life. And then she's trying to get married to, or she's about to be married to this like rich guy with this like nice family and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and she's also writing a book, if I'm not mistaken. 
And it's just a drama movie that was that I typically that I enjoyed. Okay, cool. With a lot of deep uh, uh, things going on. In yeah. It. It's got Enjoy Connie it. Britton in it. Also, I like Neil Kunis. So yeah. yeah. Uh, she good in it? Yeah, she's awesome. very good. Cool, cool. That's good. Interesting. Um, I hadn't heard of that one. Uh, my number nineteen is Ambulance. Mm. Michael Bay's action movie. It's Michael Bay coming back to being Michael Bay. Uh, it's just really awesome. It's one of those that I think the more I watch it, the more I will enjoy it. Uh, it's just a lot, and you just need to know that it's just going to be high adrenaline for like the next two solid hours, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't stop. Uh, this basically is a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, robs a bank, and they take an ambulance in order to try to get it to escape, and it's them like attempting to get away. Yeah. So, but it's just really. Michael Bay at his Michael Bayist. Uh, he's learned how to fly drones, so there's a lot of drone shots going on. Uh, the end. Michael Bay has learned how to fly drones, yeah. and it's it's just crazy intense at the end when like they get reinforcements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like the Mexican cartels involved. It's just a lot. Uh, but yeah, Ableist is just a crazy high octane action movie, uh, and it's just a lot to go through. So yeah. All right. Um... I'm about to say Netflix for like the fourth time there. I yeah. watched most of them. I've watched most of my movies. Yeah, I yeah. think Jurassic Park World Domination is the only movie I saw in theaters this year. Wow. He's, no, he's, there's oh, another one. And then the saw. One Piece film Red. Oh, there's another one you saw. Yeah. There was another one I saw? Yeah. It was with you? Yeah. What was it? Jackass. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and then, yeah. Oh, yeah, my number one yeah. <laughs> I saw in theaters. Too. Okay. So I had, so it was mixed. Yeah. It was right. But it was yeah, good. I watched a lot of Netflix movies. I think this was Netflix. We did Netflix twice this year, so. Uh, Windfall. Uh, this is with Jason Siegel and Jesse uh, uh, Pilsman, Lily Collins, and Omar Levy, and I'm saying that because those are the only four people in this movie. Uh, the names of characters in this movie are Nobody, Wife, CEO, Gardner. Those are the four people in the movie. Oh, yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is about a movie where uh, Jason Siegel's character, who is Nobody, uh, comes mm-hmm. up to a house to... Uh, rob them and then they end up coming home while he's there and so he ends up uh, trying to uh, corral them and get some money out of them mm-hmm. and ties them up and leaves them there uh, realizes that they have the cameras there so he's trying to do everything he's someone who's obviously not done this before but yeah. he's trying to do this and uh, he's trying to do his best to like get away with this Scott Clean Yeah. Uh, but they're during the whole time they, they, the other two can clearly see like he has no idea what he's doing we don't know how dangerous he has a gun, but like we don't know like how dangerous. How that bad? The gardener yeah. shows up, and then a whole bunch of things happens. I honestly recommend this movie. I think you would enjoy this. Okay. Yeah. Well, especially uh, Jesse Plemons is kind of Jesse Plemons is really good. Yeah, he's kind of on the rise. Like he's yeah. the star of the next Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. So it's like, hey, we need to make sure we are keeping an eye on Jesse Plemons. <laughs> so yeah. But okay, cool. Yeah. No, I want to. No, this movie. Watch good. that. Uh, yeah. Let me add that to my to watch list. For sure. Um, so that comes into my number 18 is Violent Night. Uh, this is the Santa Claus uh, murder uh, movie. I wanted to watch this. Uh, yeah. yeah, this movie's just, just stupid fun. Like, it's <laughs> really dumb. That's all I uh, want. There's a, 
uh, their lore is that Santa was like a Viking, which I'm sure is one of the story lores of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And he has like a hammer. And in the movie, he like finds a hammer. And you're just like, this is awesome. This is really cool. Uh, David Arbor uh, plays Santa Claus. He does. A, it's fine. Like the, everything about this movie is just fine, but it's just Santa Claus beating up people. And then there's a little bit of uh, Home Alone, like sprinkled in there, too. Mm-hmm. So, which is just, it's a good time. So, uh, stupid fun. That's it. Like, it's, it's just, it's not a waste of time for sure. I loved Violent Night. It was good. Um, was I on? What was 17. It? Oh, Spirited. It's the horse movie? No, we get to go to Apple. Apple TV, oh, which okay. is the Will Smith Ryan Reynolds uh, Christmas movie. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. That came on, which is a Christmas musical, a Christmas Carol musical. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it is about like Will Ferrell is part of the organization that does the Christmas Carol story with. They do one person every one dickhead person every year, okay. and they do the Christmas story with them, where it's the that their past, future, and present to make them yeah. a good person. Okay. And then they meet Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> and then the story goes on from there. Uh, this is really fun. Okay, I would watch this movie again on a Christmas. It's uh, it's enjoyable. Okay, uh, it's very fun. Yeah, very funny. Uh, these two are great. Other characters are great. So is Ryan He's Reynolds the dick? Right, Ryan Reynolds is the dick. Okay, uh, Will Ferrell is the worker trying to change him. To okay, be a okay, person. okay, okay. So the thing is that they do this every year. They do this to one person every year. Okay. Uh, yeah, music's really good, and it's very funny. So yeah. Okay, cool. I I highly recommend it. Okay. If you yeah, if you have an Apple thing, you might as well just go ahead and watch it. I mean, it's past your point to watch it now, but next year, yeah. watch it. Next year, there you go. Well, they're gonna have Spirited too when they go to the next dickhead. Yeah. So, uh, number seventeen for me is Hustle, mm. which I'm sure is uh, on your list. It's a little bit higher. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just thought it was a really cool. Um, uh, Willie Herman Gomez, uh, Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, calling it now. No. So okay. Uh, I, it was a really cool story. Um. And I like how they kept it pretty much jolly and good for pretty much the entire time. Because there was a moment where I thought it was going to get, like, super, uh, like, I hate he's, you he's, and emotional. He and cares, like, okay. He's carrying a little bit of baggage from uncut gems in this movie. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Where Sandler is, like, yeah. It's, yeah. He's getting a little sad. Mm-hmm. But but they, like... Uh, it, it comes yeah. back with the, like, the very fun basketball cameos. And the, if you're just an NBA fan, you're going to love this movie. Yes, which is why really Which is why yeah. it's very, very mm-hmm. high for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, they're like using the actual. This was a highlight episode. of my year. Was watching yeah. this movie. That's really fun. Uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, baller. So yeah, good, so he really killed it. Yeah. Three Maverick mm-hmm. sightings. So it was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Boban, so good. This is my. Son. Oh, technically four, but Mark Cuban's part got cut. I think he was at the funeral. Oh, he was. Beginning. Yeah. Okay. Mark Cuban's there. I thought there. he was in there somewhere. Mark Cuban's there. Yeah. I don't think they... I think he might have had a talking I think, scene, it was, I think Yeah, I think he was in the background for sure. All that matters is that Dirk is who he called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it's like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> How did you get this number? Oh, that's great. It was really funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, Spirited. Oh, 16, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Okay, yeah, I remember you talking about this. Yeah. I got drunk and watched this one night by myself <laughs> and had the best time. This is just a kids movie that like who, the people who made it really cared about making it as good as possible, right? And so they just came up with a fun concept. Was like these characters are real. Once these cartoon characters end their shows, and they have to still work, yeah. and make something up with their lives yeah. and stuff like that. And so like most of them are doing very poorly because like who needs another fish or like who need, like, yeah they're like I was like like the flounder from Little Mermaid was yeah. like, one example. Yeah. The was like what else, what about we we have another fish man yeah it's like but I'm, I can do it. <laughs> Um, also, the return of Ugly Sonic, 
is a running joke in the whole thing. Oh, really? It's so Woody. That's it's good. so funny. That's good. That's fun. I like if yeah. You should definitely watch this movie at some point. Okay. I highly recommend Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. It's very fun. Um, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney playing the voices of Chip and Dale. Uh, and it's just very, very creative. And the cameos are just uh, nonstop. Really good. Seth Rogen is playing one of the villains, and he's playing this very poorly, like, Polar Express elf or dwarf, whatever. Oh, okay. And he runs into Puma from Lion King, which he also voiced in the live action. He's like, you sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Your laugh sounds weird. Okay. It's fun. Interesting. Uh, okay, my number 16. Also, J.K. Simmons plays the... Uh, the uh, gumbo police chief commissioner. And that's okay. Fun. We always like having J.K. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons is always going to be a win. Okay. Uh, my number 16 is The Menu. Yeah, how is this? Do you want to uh, spoil? Can you spoil the ending for me? Yeah, I can do that for you. Spoil the ending because I've okay. never watched So, spoilers this. for The Menu. So, this... Uh, these group of, like... It's basically like a visitor restaurant that is very fancy. Um, the... Um, the main character, I believe, is Nicholas Holt. Uh, takes Anya Taylor Joy. Turns out, Anya Taylor Joy is a prostitute, um, and his date missed out on it. And it's this whole stuff. There's a bunch of subplots that are all through this. All you guys know is Nicholas Holt's character eventually kills himself uh, <laughs> because he's really into cooking. And uh, the main guy, uh, whose name escapes me, um, is basically asks him to cook and they cook and they're like this is shit and so he's like oh, I'm just gonna kill myself <laughs> um, and it it's does very the stressful it does the thing where like all of the food places all the food shows do where they're like here's the dish uh, and it's like it's really just like the name of the dish down at the bottom with all the ingredients they do it like with his dish and it's like undercooked lamb <laughs> uh, Ray Fiennes there's a guy uh, so Ray Fiennes is his creator Basically, the entire time, the cooks know that this is, like, the end, and Anya Taylor-Joy is able to figure out the pieces in order to escape, and they explode the kitchen with everybody inside, and the big finale is Ray Fiennes basically says the worst thing that exists are s'mores, uh, because it's it's, uh, highly refined chocolate on on bland graham crackers. Uh, filled with gelatinous sugar, which is marshmallow, and so he covers everybody in marshmallows and uh, puts like pours chocolate all over them, and like puts breadcrumbs on the ground, and then they light a fire and blow up the thing, and they make them into s'mores. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of basically how the movie goes. Wow, <laughs> it's very weird. I love the I love the take. <laughs> yeah, that s'mores are the worst thing because it fucks s'mores. I hate them. They suck. They're nasty. So. Uh, but yeah, no, it's one of those where it's like, hey, you got, like, a second? Like, sure, yeah, just watch it. Like, it's it's good. It's fine. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, my number 15 uh, is going to be a high one for you. Uh, the Batman. Yep. It's a good movie. I enjoyed this movie after I watched it, but it's one of those movies that I've let other people's opinions of it affect me. <laughs> yeah. I just brought it down. Yeah, brought it down. Why? Why? Why, Gary? Why can't I help? Because the people it in my life hate this movie. I love this, and movie. I'm just like I can't defend anything, and I just don't care to defend it. And it's right. just like gone down and down and down. So I honestly have nothing bad to say, other than the fact that like I watched it at home with something else in my hand for the entire three hours that I watched it. Mm-hmm. 
and was entertained at points. Okay. But then not even enough to be like Robert Pattinson uh, deserves to be up there with like great Batmans before he's third. That's good. I guess. That's fine. There's only three. I haven't seen Ben Affleck, so I don't count him yet. Oh, uh, there's Ben Affleck, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, oh, that's Christian right. Bale. Like, that puts him in the middle. That's right. That's fine. Yeah, I'll still put him third. That's fine. I'll still put him third with Bale and uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, and then Michael Keaton, who I didn't even mention. So, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, no. Uh, we can talk about this movie now, so we can skip it later. But I just really, I think it was like the superhero fatigue for me. And that's kind of why I was I really gravitated towards it with it how like dark it was and the the looking at it where it's like really these villains are just serial killers so mm-hmm. let's like imagine it that way um, and I was kind of and I was all down for it and was like hey like Batman has his issues clearly he's always had his issues mm-hmm. and so this is him at his most depressing and this is just his way in order to cope through life so um, but yeah I think the reason why I responded really well to it was because of that okay. Uh, just how different it was from basically Marvel. So, plus that, that Batmobile. It definitely was different from Marvel. Yeah. I think that's my thing. So, uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Batman will always be different. Yeah. Thank goodness. What's good about Batman? Yeah. Uh, my number 15 is Turning Red. Hmm? Uh, Pixar movie about a girl who turns into a panda. Uh, Pixar's look at uh, adolescence and going into puberty. Which I thought was a really nice mom-daughter tale, um, and how to make it through. And boy bands, bringing back boy bands, that's really good. Did I have uh, light year to my picks? Where did I have? Where did I have Turning Red? Turning Red ended up at number thirteen for Pixar movies for me. Okay. Lightyear ended up at twenty-one. Let me go see if I can find mine. You should have Lightyear in, in front of. The likes of uh, Brave, Good Dinosaur, Cars Two, Cars Cars Two, Cars Three, and Finding Finding Dory, right? I have Lightyear ahead of Finding Dory, Cars Three, and Cars Two. I have it right behind the Good Dinosaur and Cars. It's better than the Good Dinosaur. I don't want to get into an argument over this, but <laughs> <laughs> over Lightyear, <laughs> over Lightyear. I mean, I could. I, I mean, I would be much more ready to go to bat for Lightyear than I feel like you would be to go for bat for Good Dinosaur. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> true. I'm not batting for either of these. <laughs> At the, I have this bottom five Pixar. Like, this, the cat was fun. Back to real quick with Lightyear. I thought it was stupid that he was like, "I found my team." I was like, "These guys are morons." Yeah. Why would you go with? Them? No, they were so bad. <laughs> they were so bad. They learned nothing in this movie. They're rejects. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> this so stupid. That old lady is gonna kick it. You're gonna have to replace her in six months, anyways. Like, the other guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was dumb. Anyway. Oh. Um. Bad. Did you have anything else to say for Turning Red? Uh, no, it's just good. Solid. Okay. Um, Where did I, put? I think I have, I have Turning Red number ten overall. Number fourteen, The Northman. Yep. We can I can we can wait to it until it gets there to you yeah. for you. Okay. Do you want to? I mean, it yeah. sounds like it was just okay for you. It was just okay for me. That's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I would never watch this again. Okay. That's, that's why it's as low as it is. Okay. It's a good movie, but I would never watch this again. Okay. Ever. Well, and fine. I'm still waiting for a better Viking movie. I want... Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I, I want a movie like this, but that's not like this. That's not artsy. You don't want the... You don't want the, the artsy director version of this. 
Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Even though this is a, a revenge movie, it still goes in weird places. That oh yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted. It has to. the plot that it needs to be to be like a fun enough movie yeah. for this, but it just. I mean, it's The Lion King. Yeah. So. You know, if the mom just like hated her son. <laughs> Instead of was like, hey, I'm with you now. <laughs> the mom, the mom, when he finds his mom, that's like the most, like oh my god moment of this movie for me. Okay. It wasn't the the final scene in the volcano. No, not really. Okay. I really like the volcano. It's really cool. Uh, you but, gave this a five within five minutes of this movie starting, so I don't really know what you're... <laughs> I don't really want to hear about the volcano. <laughs> he didn't really... You didn't really, but I just like... The movie starts off with, like, Viking Viking scenery and this music playing. I was like, he gave it a five already. Like, right here, he gave it a five. <laughs> Weirdly, this is my favorite movie of the year so far. Uh, my number 14 is Puss in Boots. <laughs> so it's fun to do a double feature. North made in Puss in Boots. Uh, Puss in Boots was really good. It was really fun. I've been hearing that. Yeah, it was... It does some really cool stuff. Um, kind of similar... Is this the one that was like he's... Now he's realized he's lost his nine lives? Yeah, he realized that he has it. So okay. I never saw the first Puss in Boots, and so they actually bring some callbacks from the first one, which I didn't know until I started looking up stuff. Did Gabby just want to go see this or something? Uh, yeah, we saw it on Christmas Day. Okay. And so... Yeah, we just wanted to go see a movie, and she wanted to go see it. I was like, yeah, let's just go see it. So, And it's good. Like, it's a solid good time. Um, good throughout. I it, it reminded me more of the first Shrek, with especially a lot of its adult humor that was, like, sprinkled in in there, which was really funny. Um, but it was just really solid, and the action scenes were really good. Um, and also the the specialty of Shrek just bringing in all the fairy tales and stuff mm-hmm. like together I was like oh I was like who's this guy with the pink thumb oh that's right uh, you know puts his thumb in a pie and pulls out a plum or whatever the song goes I was like oh it's that like it was just really fun in order to have it so. yeah oh uh, yeah it was really good it's probably gonna I'm gonna try to push it for uh, um, best animated feature when the Oscars come up so we'll see how oh, it goes. Good category. Yeah. Is it that or turning red? Right. Yeah, that's what I think are the favorites for it. So mm. we'll have to see how it goes. It'd be really interesting to see Puss in Boots win that. Yeah. Um. What am I on? Thirteen. Yep. Thirteen. The Lost City. Yeah. Fun. <clears throat> Channing Tatum, um, Sandra Bullock, a little bit of Brad Pitt sprinkled in there. Yeah. And a really fun uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe yep. villain performance. Daniel Radcliffe had a really good year this year. Yeah, he did. So, no, yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Kind of, Chen Tatum seemed to take a little bit of time off, and you know, he's coming back. Uh, Garrett, we got Magic Mike, number three, coming out next year. Did you see two? No, I never saw two. Okay. But I can easily watch two just to get ready for three. Nice. Also, I think three doesn't have, like, anything to do with one or two. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I'm out on three. Garrett, it's got some high. I, I did it. <laughs> all right? I sat in the movie theater with you, and we were the only two guys in there out of eight. Yeah. All right? We 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 watched it. We had our funny moment. We did, we did it. We're, okay, we're good. We're we're good. Okay, we're I'm gonna go. We see don't it. need to prove ourselves. Anymore. I'm gonna go see it, and so <laughs> I have nothing to prove. Mainly because it has Selma Hayek in it, who looks amazing. So, what was I talking about? Oh, the Lost City. Yeah, the Lost City. Do you had did, did you say this already? What the Lost City? Yeah, I read it. Yeah, it was in my honorable mentions. Yeah. It probably would have been around, around like that twenty five ish range. I was most intrigued to watch this because Radcliffe was in yeah. it. He does. He does just enough. Because I'm, yeah, but, still trying to make my Radcliffe mm-hmm. list of best his best movies without none of them being Harry, Harry Potter. Movies. Yeah, which I'm close. That's good. Yeah, that's good. 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 Anyway. All right. Uh, my number thirteen is Knives Out. Uh, Knives Out two. Glass, Glass Onion. Onion. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> A Knives Out story. I have Glass Onion at eight. So, 
I enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah, I we thought it was really the, fun. We got to watch this in the hospital bed because oh. it came out then. And so oh, that, that, was a, that was a very nice and enjoyable yeah. part for us. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really it's cool. Fun to just have it. Yeah, and you could just—it's a really simple, like modern whodunit mystery thing, and mm-hmm. it just with all the actors put together, which with I weirdly like love. you know. Uh, what's the main What's the main character's name? Oops. Uh, Benoit Blanc. No, the his uh, car- actor Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's like one of his like best performances. Yeah. I thought he was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, still number one on Netflix's uh, movies. That's good. That's what I went just yeah. went to go check. Even over White Noise that just came out yesterday. I'll have to watch that one. Um, but yeah, Glass Onion was very fun. I you know. No, I'll try not to spoil it, but the way that it's just like, anyway. No, it's it has Should a. Should we spoil Glass Onion? Um, maybe not. I mean, it did. You know, it's only been out for like a week or two. Okay. So, um, but the what I really enjoyed, especially like so from the first one, they reveal who the killer is like halfway through, and it's just them trying to prove it and trying to piece together kind of mm-hmm. what happens. Um, and then with this one, they have it's like middle middle of the movie twist that occurs mm-hmm. and then it goes on a different tale which i'm just really i think i just responded to really well mm-hmm. and getting to getting to go through that yeah and just then, learning just letting the actors be be themselves and mm-hmm. be entertaining and then having the twist to spice things up yeah. in the middle of it really good yeah but it was fun to follow yeah that it was that it was um okay that's my 30s year 12 uh the greatest beer run ever the Zac Efron and Apple movie? Yeah. Buddy, I'm telling you, this was a fun movie. Okay. This is a really fun movie, especially if you like war movies. It's a, just a different take on it, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you for your war movies, you're going to need to watch this at some point. I'm sorry. It's You're going to like the yeah. movie. Zac Efron's okay. very charming in the okay. movie. Okay. Oh, let me go add it to my... It's a good little mix of like com- of like low tier, like low comedy, like not trying to be funny, but like funny, and then... But like, yeah, good, funny, okay. and then, uh, like serious, like the yeah. seriousness of war and okay. stuff like that. I went ahead to put it on my. Okay, I did. Well, if we go back to Apple, which is a good chance of happening, I would just yeah. I'll gonna, get to you. Got to throw it in there. Yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, to pair up your war, your war movie, I uh, put my war movie All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> I feel like this is a more serious one. Uh, Garrett, this one is rough. Uh, yeah, it is very rough. It's uh, weird that I haven't heard anything about this. Is this Netflix? Yeah, it's Netflix. It's, yeah. it's weird that I haven't heard anything about yeah. this movie. Um, yeah, All Quiet on the Western Front um, uh, follows uh, German sh- soldiers in World War One, and, like, their optimism at the beginning to kind of where do they end up, like, watching all their friends die and mm-hmm. just be, like, commanded to do all this stuff and just for absolutely nothing. Uh, and it's rough. Uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the characters are covered in mud the entire time. Uh, they're cold, wet, and yeah. yeah. But I mean, it looks incredible. The movie's made. It's like it's one of those movies where it's very well put together, um, and it's really good. It's just a lot yeah. to go through. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a really good one. I don't. It's not one that I like would recommend to people. No, it's like it will not be watched by me. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, like it's not, it's like you if you people have interest or they want to watch it, like cool, watch it. But I'm definitely not at the end of it, like feeling hopeful about mm. life. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. But as far as the movies put together, it's very well done. So that's what I will. That's what I can put with it. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, my number 11, just getting at the top 10, is White Noise. Yeah. It just came out yesterday. This is... Um, I have the director's name in front of me. Uh, Noah Baumbach. Oh, Latest yeah. movie. Uh, with Adam Driver taking the lead of this. Um, so, what do you know about this movie? Uh, it's based off a book. Okay. What about Memelik's storyline? That, that's it. That's okay. all I got. Um, basically, a giant glass uh, gas cloud is covering the city in the terror, uh-huh. and it is an evacuation moment, and they need to get out of there uh-huh. and leave. And that's what the trailers set up for you. It's like... It's like Adam Driver is the dad, and he's with his family, and they're in this car, and like they go off road at points like this, and there's mm-hmm. a scene in the trailer where they're like in a river and they're floating down. Yeah, and Adam Driver's like, "Why is no one else paying attention to what's happening right now?" Yeah, and it's him. Yeah, it's great Adam Driver stuff. Okay, um, and that's like half of the movie. The other half is not advertised in this okay. movie, and the ending to this movie, for the most part, it's like okay and kind of boring in the middle, but like the ending is so weird. And also kind of funny that uh-huh. like it ca- just catapults itself. Also, I watched this yesterday, yeah. so it's like there. You it was between either White Noise or the Banshee, uh, the Banshees of Ishnar, that Irish movie with uh, Colin Farrell in it. You've seen it, yes. Yeah, it was either it was between those two, and I went with the White Noise because I knew you would probably already watch the the other one. So I was like, we could cover this one more. But I want to watch the Banshees of. What is this movie called? Banshees of Aishrin. Aishrin? Yeah. Okay. Aishrin. Aishrin. Whatever. Uh, but no, White Noise is worth watching. Okay, cool. That's why I mean, hey, number 11. Because I would love to talk about the ending with you, because it okay. is funny. I'll see if I can get to it. Because I need to, yeah, I need to finish out this year. But yeah, the other thing, yeah, like I said, like the ending is not advertised, but the plot of the movie is not what you think it is, but it's in front of you the entire time. Okay. Cool. That makes me intrigued. It is. Um, my. So, are you at ten or? I'm at eleven. Okay. Yeah, my number eleven is Prey, uh, the new Predator movie that we got out that dropped on Hulu. Um, yes, to everything about this movie, um, just goes back to like classic Predator stuff. Um, the main character is awesome, like in ingenuitive, like figures it out together, and going up against what. It's it's weird. So, oh god, how do I put this? Uh, so when the director made this, it's one something he's always wanted to do. Part of the Predator series, he described that Prey is similar to what Rogue One would like to the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. That was like an off story that he kind of wanted to do. Yeah. And like to me, like it's it's more than that. Uh, like it's it's part of like canonically, it's there, and it's just a really good time. Um, and as someone who loves the Predator franchise, I'm like, yes, this is a solid entry. It's really cool. Um, and then they use, like, actual Cherokee. There's even a full Cherokee dub, like, on Hulu that you could do. Uh, so it's really cool with some of the stuff that they end up doing with it. And yeah. it's just a really good time. And Jesus, are some of the kills awesome. So, yeah. Pray. Mm. I kind of wish I was in into that franchise more um the my number 10 is turning red nice uh that'll be my kids movie of the year animation movie mm-hmm. actually no i have an anime movie that's higher than this but i don't know if it's gonna count because it technically came out in 2021 i believe it it'll be okay but uh turning red was really good 
because I think the movies before that that were coming out, it seemed like uh, Pixar was slipping a little bit. But I don't know. I thought that they brought it back yeah. with this one. Yeah, they did really good. Like I said, Pixar does well when it's their own. It's a, a new idea and not like a sequel to stuff. Yeah. Most of the time, their sequels are just not very good. Mm-hmm. Except for Toy Story. Except for Toy Story. But that's its own thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's something. its own thing. Even Toy Story 4, I cried. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I liked them toys. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're number 10. My number 10 is Avatar The Way of Water. So everything in my top 10 is good. Like, it, we've been good for a while, right? What have the reviews been for Avatar? Good. The, it just it made a billion dollars in, like, 14 days. Okay. So everything from here on is, like, high praise. I love it, like, from here on. Like, it being 10 is not a knock against anything. It's just really high competition. I think this movie year wasn't that bad. Okay. Wetwater looks really good. The story's better than the first one. My thing is I think I like it more than the first one as well. Uh, and it's just really cool the final act is awesome mm-hmm. the like 45 minutes straight scene that they got going on uh it's just a lot it's culmination into everything uh does it do some weird avatar stuff yeah weird avatar stuff happens but it's just really good to look at the stuff inside of the ocean is really good it looks amazing so yeah i just like go see it in the theaters it's if you're gonna watch it that's the place to watch it okay yeah. um yeah, it's just it was really good. it was a really good time in order to go see it and just returning back to to this world so yeah all right uh, my number nine is a movie that I uh, subscribed to a streaming service just to watch and it is called the unbearable weight of massive talent mm-hmm. sorry Nicholas Cage uh, this is a very silly movie yeah about the real actor Nicholas Cage being invited to a a Billionaire's uh, house in I forgot what country it was, but uh, overseas country, played by uh, Pedro Pascal, who is becoming one of my favorite actors right now. Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. is is amazing. He's going to be playing Joel next year yep. in the Last of Us in fifteen days. Oh my god! I didn't even realize comes out in fifteen days. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and this is just a, just a fun time uh, as. Uh, as Nick Cage gets there, he is infiltrated, or he is approached by the FBI, and they're like, "You need to investigate this guy now because you have an in." Mm-hmm. And so it's the real Nick Cage doing spy stuff, and he and he goes, "Can you do this?" He's like, "Of course I can." Fucking Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's just a bunch of references to a bunch of movies that he's been in, and Nick Cage is great. That's awesome. Yeah, this is one of the big misses that I had this year, and I'm hoping it pops up on some other streaming site. It's fun i have stars just get i'll just give you the stars okay that works and then i can watch it yeah i love nick cage mm-hmm. uh, my number eight is glass onion also you can so you can do your next two okay uh my number nine is everything everywhere all at once my number seven is everything everywhere all at once. awesome <laughs> look at this yeah um i think this is this is the movie that i think hurt the most that i haven't rewatched it since i saw it in theaters because it was just things that i was thinking of i was like oh, i kind of feel a little more about it than i did about this movie like mm-hmm. now that i think about it but um. Yeah, it's 
because uh, death. Ooh. What's good about it is that Michelle Yeoh is getting is like this is her biggest movie. Yeah, it's she's awesome. Been in, and she's been in so many things. Yeah, no, she's absolutely awesome in it. Mm-hmm. The story is quirky and funny, and it's deep and it ties it all together. Um, this is yeah, this is one that I'm gonna have to rewatch next year for yeah. sure. I had be like, did like, I mess this up before this movie? I had no idea how many Jackie Chan movies Michelle Yeoh has been in. She been a lot. Oh yeah, but like, but, awesome. like Jackie Chan movies like before he got like. Yeah, came over here. Okay, that's really cool. And did stuff, yeah. Okay, because she's absolutely awesome. And she, so. yeah. And this is a really fun, really fun movie. Really yeah. weird. Oh, super weird. Really weird movie. And points to where like, I don't really like how this story is explained to me and yeah. stuff like that. You not but, like the? Did you like the sausage fingers? Of course, I like the sausage. Okay. Fingers. <laughs> no, my favorite storyline is by far uh, Ratatouille. Oh yeah, is <laughs> yeah. the great is the yeah. funniest thing. Uh, from these list of movies. Also, uh, really weird. If you do this on yours, go to Letterbox and go to Everything Everywhere Alone. On the watch one, it's a googly eye. Yeah, yeah. They that's, they switched up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. That's, that's really cool. Throwing me off, and it's really creepy. Mm-hmm. So, I also honestly wish that Jackie Chan was a little bit younger so that he could have played the husband in, the, in this. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, because he looks just like him. Yeah, just a younger. He just looks like a younger version of Chan. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well. Maybe for the sequel. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just a, a really fun. Like, go see it. It's the it's the darling of the year, right? The indie darling. It seems to be so, getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Yeah. I think it's going to be nominated. Michelle Yeoh, I think, is currently second in the Best Actress category, mm-hmm. um, only behind Kate Blanchett. I went so into it not knows. knowing a lot, and I thought it was going to be about the daughter at first, and yeah. then was very happy. was very surprised to see that it was about the mother. Yeah, it's all about her. So Yeah, which was cool. And at the end, yeah, never mind. No, not gonna say. No, it's fine. Uh, it's very sweet, but it's fun. Yeah, uh, it, again, it's the one that I'm most excited to revisit to see because I think I got it wrong, and, and right now, like I think it's not where it's. I think it should be higher, but it's just kind of where I'm feeling right. So. Yeah, you saw better movies than I did, uh, probably. It's okay. Uh, my number eight. What's what's above that is like not great. <laughs> not the greatest movies. These movies that I just like. No, like there's some. Movies. All right, so you go until you get to six. Okay, uh, so my number eight is the Banshees of Ishreen. Okay. Uh, Should I watch this movie? Would I like this one? Let's let's go. No. Really? Let's probably. I, I don't know. It's it's Colin Farrell and Colin Farrell is being kind of a dimwit, and so if you like that, is I think it's funny. Like, I like Colin Farrell being a dimwit. I watched his cameo in Scrubs. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. Okay, then you like this movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, basically the story goes as two best friends. Uh, they are best friends, but this is like the day after, and one of them decides to not be friends with the other one anymore. Uh, because he's like, "You're just wasting my life." He was like, "Yesterday, you talked for two hours about what was in your your donkey shit." And he goes, "That wasn't my donkey; it was my horse." It's nice to see how much you pay attention to me. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and it's it's kind of like that, and it kind of bounces around. Um, but it's about this friendship that ends, and it's like kind of sad at times, and it's a lot, but. There's like still some moment. There's like moments of hope at the beginning, and but at the end, it definitely is not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just super Irish, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought their performances were really good. But I love Colin Farrell and these guys, um, who are also in, in Bruges, which is another one that they were with, and also the director directed that too. So mm-hmm. he just knows how to get the best out of those two. But it was it was fun. It was fun. And it's just going to get another really well put together movie. Some sweaters that I really want from this. Uh, I need to up my sweater game after watching this movie. <laughs> so, uh, 
Uh, also, uh, did you watch Inter- Eternals? Did you ever see Eternals? Yeah. Uh, the guy who's able to like control people's minds. Mm-hmm. That guy, like he's in this. Okay. And so it's just, it's just like tack on movies because he's going to be in our lives for a really long time. Really. So it's just, like tack on movies that you've seen of him type yeah, thing. Yeah. So yeah. That's okay. my eight. Your number seven. My seven. Uh, my number seven is Jackass Forever. Uh, yeah. I could do it now. My my number uh, two is Jackass Forever plus ja- uh, Jackass 4.5. Yeah. Um, this is the most fun I had in the theater this year. Yeah, we got to go see it together. It's, it was so much fun. I, I probably have rewatched. I've, I've I mean, I've rewatched this movie at least once. I think yeah. I watched it maybe two times. Yeah, I've rewatched this movie the most, too. Yeah. It was just, it's just so much fun and just to be with these guys again. I almost died in the like, theater yeah. <laughs> from laughing so hard. What was... Oh, I still love the Silence of the Lambs one. That's, that's what I almost yeah. died to. It's so Silence good. Silence of the Lambs. Um, that... I heard some people actually start talking that this needs to be categorized as a documentary at this point because <laughs> it's like documenting these guys' lives, basically. And yeah. that's what it is. And it's like their friendship and stuff. And I think that's where I responded the most. I've definitely liked the, the later jackasses where... It's about their friendships mm-hmm. that I think get me more, um, and that's kind of what this one is too. It's tacking onto that, and it continues it, and they're attempting to pass down on the port, the torch. Whether that happens or not is yeah. up to you, but um, no, it's we need see. it. Yeah, I I was upset with the lack of new guys mm-hmm. doing stuff because I was like, I just thought they just skated by in this yeah. movie for the most part. But uh, hearing Jeff Tremaine talk about it, who's the director, talk about it, he's like, no, I needed to like get the old guys in as much as possible in the movie. Yeah. And I was like, that makes... Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, Even maybe, though I wanted to see the new Maybe in Jackass 5, you know, yeah. it'll be mostly... The next on one, they'll, guys. like, switch it, and it'll be less of the yeah. old guys, more of the new guys. Yeah. Still have the new... Still have the old guys in there, just in the background. I wouldn't Yeah, mind. just do it as the same as the new guys in this one. Yeah. So... And just torture. Torture the new guys. Yeah. Destroy them. Yeah. I don't care. It's okay. You got poopy. So, mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay. I want them to destroy them. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Tell, let them know this is the shit ain't easy, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, that was my number seven. Do you want me to get to six too? Uh, no, I can go. Okay. My number six is weird. Oh, okay, the, the Daniel Yankovic, Radcliffe yeah. uh, Weird Al Yankovic movie, which is a parody movie onto itself. Really? Oh um, my Woody! Yeah. It's it makes you think it's like the uh, Rocket Man or the. What's the Queen's one? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, and it does that at the beginning, and then it does, and then it just goes off the rails. And the stuff was like, was like, uh, Michael Jackson stole, eat, uh, beat it from me, <laughs> eat it from me. And the movie's like, he stole it from me. <laughs> That's funny. And it goes, it just goes in a weird ways, uh, and it's it's really good. Okay. Tons of cameos in it too. Um, really all over the place. There's cameos. Weird Al is is in it as playing the the agent. Oh really? And he's okay. like, you're never gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And then it's just like Weird Al is just like one of the great human beings of our time. Okay. So, so it's is is it it's more upbeat and, and like fun. Oh, it's super fun. It's okay. super stupid. Okay. And cool. it's just very yeah. Okay. And it's on and Roku. It, like even though you can know the Weird Al story, and it's a it's a parody on itself, the Weird Al story. Okay. Like he dates Madonna in this movie, <laughs> and Madonna oh, really? like ruins his life. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts throwing in non-factual things towards That's the middle funny. of it. <laughs> it's just, like so, it's playing on itself. Yeah. It's like this is how. Uh, it's great. Okay. 
I'm sorry to spoil that part for you, but I need to drive this home and like how good this movie was. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. No, I need. Yeah, I need that just to yeah. figure that piece out. Okay, and cool. it's one of Radcliffe's best performances. Yeah, so that's cool. I'm happy you got to play him. Yeah. Okay, uh, my number six is The Northman. Okay, so it comes in here, uh, Viking epic, uh, shot by Robert Eagers, um, and it is uh, Alexander Skarsgård. So, uh, yeah, Anya Taylor George in it too. It's just uh, the Lion King Viking style, uh, super dark and mysticalness, and just a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this movie made particularly for me? Yeah, it's very possible that he <laughs> that he was just made a movie for me. Yeah, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, getting to see it on the gigantic uh, Dolby screen was awesome, and it was just a really good time. And I know this is at the beginning of the year too, uh, and I just couldn't wait for it to come out. But I uh, had a really good time, and yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my yeah, little my number five is the movie I was talking about that did not technically come out this year, but it okay. came out to America in this year, and I'm okay. counting it, which was uh, uh, Bell. Okay, yeah. Um, this is made by, uh, and I'm going to uh, butcher this name here, uh, Mamoru uh, Hoshi. Hosonda. Yeah. Hosonda, yeah. Uh, who has made, who has done really good movies where he made like a, a lot of Digimon movies that were people were like these are better than they should be. He made one okay. of the One Piece movies, but he also made Boy and the Beast, yeah, uh, Summer Wars, which I know Austin has also seen, and like some p- movies that I haven't even gotten to yet, which is Wolf Children. Wolf Children, yeah, Girl Who Left Through Time, yeah, which are really big ones. And so this is his recent latest movie, um, and it's kind of hard for me to explain. That this is, it's basically just a very beautiful anime movie that by the end of it uh, did. Get me to tear up. Okay. Um, with some dark themes like suicide and stuff like that, and also like your identity and knowing how people perceive you and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it's not what you think it's going to be. Also, it has one of the one of the cutest love confessions that is not done by the main characters in the movie. There's like a side character thing, love confession that That's is fun. one of the cutest uh, things I've ever seen. So, uh, definitely one of the great anime movies of the year. Of the year and like in general, awesome. That's really nice. Like, yeah, this is like he's this guy is gonna be like my other like Makoto Shinkai. It's Makoto Shinkai and then this guy and then for like okay. exciting director, uh, anime directors. Okay. I will, yeah. I'll attempt to try and to catch the guy up. Who made Promare? And then yeah, I'll try to get some of that stuff. It's uh, on HBO Max if you want to watch it. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, my number five is The Fablemans. Yeah. This is Steven Spielberg's Spielberg, yeah. uh, movie. Paul Dano. Uh, uh, Michelle Williams. Uh, Seth Rogen's in it. Um, yeah, it's basically semi-autobiographical uh, about him when he was a kid. About him uh, with, like, family drama. And, I mean, if you know anything about Spielberg, mm-hmm. like, he's a child of divorce. And so that's kind of what this movie's about, the marriage, like, falling apart. And the pieces of that and him learning how to... Uh, capture film and uh, be able to make movies basically mm-hmm. so uh, um, but it was one of those where like I didn't know how much it was affecting me until the end and I was thinking about the movie in the Whataburger line and started like tearing up while trying to get my uh, my food uh, so yeah uh, it was unbelievably effective um, but 
it was just really well done. I think it's to Spielberg like paying homage to his parents, which apparently they had been at, t- telling him about uh, for the longest time. But he wanted to wait till they like couldn't see the movie because uh, they're not here anymore. Uh, when there's parts of it where it's like, yeah, probably as parents you don't want to be like, yeah, this is us being represented <laughs> on <a> screen <laughs> with some of these moments. Yeah. So, but it was really good. Uh, it was really well done. Uh, it's one of my favorite Spielberg movies, probably. So yeah. Yeah, it's on my list to watch. This came out late this year, and you have another movie on that that I'm sure you're going to talk about here in a second. Yeah, or two movies actually. Yeah, um, my number four is Hustle, because mm-hmm. uh, like I said, this was a highlight of my year. Just w- watching this and watching the basketball cameos dive in, and seeing all these uh, actors. You know, I love Sandler too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just is a bowl is, is a good bowl of and things I like mix, mixed together into it uh, for me. So it was. Like, even if it sucked, it was no. But the thing is, it didn't suck. It was a, like really well told story. Yeah, it was really good, and really funny. And so, it was like, honestly, it's just a perfect movie for me yeah. to have a good time. This guy ended up. As a I Celtic. enjoyed it. So I, this, the other thing I remember what happened was that I was making myself a quesadilla, mm-hmm. and I was still watching the movie as I did it. And I, and I was enjoying the movie so much that I forgot to put the top tortilla on the quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> Which, let me tell you, you can't just, after you cook a whole quesadilla for four minutes, you cannot just put the top part of it on and have it work afterwards. You have to throw it away and restart. So that's what I did. You could have had, like, a half quesadilla. I, I was so distraught that I was just like, just screw it and just try it again. That's really funny. That's fun. Uh, no, Hustle is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the cameos. and Just, like, the, the idea of, like, the NBA working in some form or fashion like this was really cool. So. Yeah, kind of liked it. Yeah, it's some insight on like scouts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Would you do that life, be a scout oh, like yeah. that? Oh yeah. I was like, I was watching. I was like, I bet Gary would. Actually or Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner's the one guy in it who's like playing, like I think he actually was playing Mo Wagner, but he's playing like a guy that they wanted to draft, and Adam's like, nah, he sucks. <laughs> oh yeah. But it was actually like Mo Wagner. <laughs> yeah. That was but the he first gets, one. Right? He gets the short end of the. He's the only one who got like dissed in this movie. Yeah. Somebody had to. Yeah. Oh, and then the guy who was the main character, who was the main basketball player in this, Juancho Hernan Gomez, ended up winning uh, MVP of the World Cup after yeah. this. So he ended up doing a lot better than Look his career was actually looking. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Maybe we can bring him a gold. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, big boo, though, for Joel Embiid, for him being in Philadelphia the whole movie, and Joel does not show up at all. Yeah. Was that his choice? Uh, no idea. Didn't look into it, but... Okay. Should have been in there. Yeah. I mean, they talk about him. Yeah. But, oh well. All right. Um, okay. You're number four. My number four is the Batman. Uh, talked about it. Uh, responded really well. Just, like, especially the, like, not anti-Marvel, but just kind of different from that. Um, a different storytelling with it. Um, a, the different groundedness, how awful this, like, Gotham City looks and how awful it is. Um, just kind of story kind of unfolding, and I really liked it. Yeah. And... Yeah, it was a good time. So to me, it lived up to the hype, and I can't wait for the second one, whenever they start. Um, okay, my number three is Jackass Forever mm-hmm. with the port five. Yeah. Um, which is like my like up to like the top four with Hustle. Like those are just gonna be like rewatchable movies for mm-hmm. me that I'm just gonna enjoy for years to come. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to talk about my, about my number two. Okay. Uh. My number three is Babylon. Okay. I am very excited to watch this movie. Garrett, when I can. Whole, the first hour of this movie is just like, holy shit. Like, I don't know if they'll ever make a movie with this many people on screen again. Yeah. Like, the party scene, it's just like, 
here's cocaine here and the camera doesn't cut and it's just moving everywhere margot robbie is being the most attractive like human being on the planet and it's like here's cocaine here here's some boobs here's this person dancing here's this jazz singer this person's getting a blowjob and it's just all on screen at the same time and it doesn't stop and it's just so much fun to look at and then like the story kind of like picks up in the second half and it's just all this really fun stuff and you know toby mcguire's in it and then toby mcguire shows up and it's just like jesus it's just it's intense the movie's super intense so uh yeah i wish people would go see it in theater but yeah it's not gonna happen probably so uh yeah it's nope i will be waiting for it to come to see yeah <laughs> so but yeah it's a really fun time i really like this movie a lot oh roy scoble's so. in this movie he's Which a comedian he's a comedian that i like oh cool that's fun okay uh me yes i'm looking forward to watching babylon uh my number two uh is I don't know where you have you have this as watched on your thing, but you have not. I haven't heard you mention it all. My number two is Bullet Train. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't understand what everyone's thing is with this movie. Maybe you can help me out here for a second. But I think this is one of the most entertaining movies of the year mm-hmm. for me, and this is going to be one of the most rewatchable for me. Okay, and I enjoyed it immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was fun. That was a good time. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was just all the... Did you see yeah. it in the theaters or something? No, I didn't see it in the theaters. I thought it at home. I, yeah, I watched it on Netflix when it came out. And mm-hmm. it was like number one on Netflix for a while. Yeah. I enjoyed the fuck out of it, though. Yeah. No, Super funny. Was... Action was good. And Brad Pitt... Like, it's fun just to have Brad Pitt not in a serious movie. Yeah. I think that's kind of it, yeah. Uh, with that, uh, all the all the actors that they had in it. Uh, they even had Bad Bunny in it too, mm-hmm. which is why my girlfriend went to go see it in theaters. Um, yeah, it was just a yeah, it was a fun action movie that uh, like, didn't take it too serious. Instantly. Yeah, the wolf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, and so it was a really good time and just like a really good spectacle for sure. I think I would have probably liked it more if I saw it in theaters. Yeah, on the big screen. So. No, watch Bullet Train and yeah. then watch it again. Mm-hmm. Bullet Train's fun. Yeah. And then it just got, like, weird reviews. And, like, I had already heard about the bad reviews ahead mm-hmm. of time, and I was like, and then I watched it. I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's good. A grand time. For sure. Yeah. A grand old time. Yeah. Okay. Grand old time. We're good. Um, uh, so, we go to mine. I'm going to talk. I'm going to say which one my number one is, because I'm just going to go ahead and skip to number one. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number one is RRR. This is my favorite movie I watched this year. Uh, it is so good. Uh, the Tollywood uh, action movie that everyone needs to go see. It is on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Please go watch it. It is the uh, after the first uh, probably hour. I was like, this is the greatest romance I've ever seen. I still have two more hours to go. I don't care. Uh, it is awesome. The story of revolution, um, the action that's in it is over the top. It never, like, laughs at itself even though you know it's just like winking the entire time but it always takes itself seriously mm-hmm. and it like makes it better for it and it's just so much fun it was a great fucking time <laughs> so uh smiling the entire time uh, and then when the it happens at some point the dance sequence that occurs the dance competition i think i was just like smiling and laughing mm-hmm. and couldn't stop it was just fantastic uh and really well done and um 
really happy. I'm pushing for it for uh, best foreign film <laughs> this year. So that's my pick. It'll probably win it. Yeah. Does it have any Oscar? How? Uh, they say it may get nominated for best picture. Yeah. But we'll kind of see. So. Mm. Um, I'm yeah. You did that because I th- you already know what my number one is. Yep. Uh, and it's it's the goat. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> It's Tom Cruise, a guy who like if my brothers heard this, which they won't, because they're jerks and don't listen to my podcast. Yeah. But uh, they, are, I think they'd be surprised to find out that I would call Tom Cruise the goat, because mm-hmm. they don't like Tom Cruise, and I probably didn't like Tom Cruise for a while either. But Tom Cruise is an amazing actor and one of the most amazing and one of the most impressive actors of our time, and deserves to be respected. Yep. And then this movie is just like you like Tom Cruise. Here's a lot of Tom Cruise. <laughs> if you like the good stuff about Tom Cruise, here's all the good stuff about Tom Cruise. None of the bad stuff yeah. about Tom Cruise. It's all, even the cringy stuff about Tom Cruise, which is also good stuff about Tom Cruise, because <laughs> it's very funny. It's like, do you want to watch Tom Cruise hold a beer in his hand? Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> like I said, he doesn't know how to do acting. He doesn't know how stuff. to do, he does, he, Tom Cruise is such a great actor, he doesn't know how to do real people shit. Yeah. It's fantastic. No, this movie's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, delayed for COVID, supposed to come out in like 2020, uh, gets delayed, continuously hyped, continuously hyped, and you know what? It's better than all the hype that I thought it was going to be. It's it, so yeah. good. It has the moment in the beginning of it where Tom Cruise is going to do is going to be the flight captain, mm-hmm. or he's going to be the teacher for this new group to do this dangerous mission, and he's like, all right, you guys are going to try to gun me down here, and the guy's like, all right, old man, we'll, we'll see you do yeah. it, and if like... There's some movies that are stupid and would just be like the old guy. The old guy doesn't. He's been doing other things and he's been he's, been, he's rusty. Yeah. He doesn't have it anymore, mm-hmm. and so he's got to learn to bring it back. It's like that would be a very stupid movie to do. Yeah. It would be a very dumb movie. Not this movie. This movie is like Tom Cruise is the best, um, and you guys all suck compared to him, mm-hmm. and are never gonna live up to him throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and that part. Is and guess great. what? That's exactly right. It's great because guess what? In the final mission where he's supposed to teach the people, they give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what happens. It's crazy. And you just have these moments where it's just like, God, I, I, I have a crush on Tom Cruise. I just didn't realize mm-hmm. it. When Tom does the the training, the simulation all by himself, I'm like, fucking Tom. Yeah. It's unreal. It's really good. Uh, no, the movie just does never stops. To have a movie this dumb be nominated for Best Picture would be an achievement all to its own. All it's going to be nominated for Best Picture. The story is very stupid. Oh, no. But yeah, but great. yeah, no. It's good. I think it's going to be nominated. The other thing is I've never seen the first one, and I will never watch the first one. So the Iceman part is even... The Val Kilmer part is very dumb. Oh, very, yeah. Very, like, who yeah. cares for me? Okay. But it's still fun. And they did the beach scene. They did everything they needed yeah. to do to appease the people. Yeah, when they had offense and defense of football at the same time, which made... <laughs> Garrett, where's the line of scrimmage? I don't know. <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. They were all having fun, though. Yeah, that's true. That part's true. So, yeah. Tom Cruise wins. Again. That's good. All right, that's it for movies. That's it, yeah. That's it for the movies. Today's, yeah, December 31st. Now we get to start Not over next bad. year. Not a bad year, movies. No, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I, I, I really liked a lot of these. So Yeah. It's made me want to start uh, diarying or, um, on Letterbox, marking day by day which ones I watched and yeah. stuff like that. Get some it stats. keeps a nice average. Get some stats in there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's real fun to just like break it down. So like my most movie-watched day, I think, is actually Sundays. Um, I'd have to go see. But, like, Thursday is my anime day, and so, like, Thursday's really low. And so yeah. that's, like, really fun. Just to kind of see, like, reflected in that. 
uh, yeah, Sunday is my most watched movie day, which is crazy. But I mean, usually I just you know have to go into work, so I watch a movie to make myself feel better and yeah. start the week. So, but yeah. Yep. Of all the of all fifty two Thursdays this year, I watched ten movies. <laughs> okay. Those are just movies you knew you weren't going in to do a podcast that week. Uh, yeah, Let's say that's ten to... times that you missed a podcast this year. <laughs> that's probably about there. Who knows? It could have been when I got COVID. I could probably watch a couple. It's probably more. Um, I don't know. Do you have any video games for this year? Uh, this was a very low video game year for me. Yeah, one of the lowest. One of the lowest in, since yeah. like 2017. Uh, for me. Elden Ring, Ragnarok, and I'm talking like so, games. You, the games that came out this year that yeah. I bought, which uh, I bought very mm-hmm. few of them. Uh, I played this game called Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord. Uh, it's like a it's like a medieval realistic game, uh, unbelievably complicated. Yeah. And my brother kind of got me to it. It's really fun, but like I did something wrong and like pissed off an entire country, and I was just like, I think I'm good now. <laughs> also, I lost a battle and just like lost all of my troops. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. well, fuck. <laughs> And so I'm like, I don't know if I want to start over. That's a bummer. So it's just a lot. But the game was really cool. Like, and it's a good idea. And if people like it, like, I get it. Yeah. Right? And you just got more patience than I do, for sure. Yeah. So I only recorded seven games this year. Wow. <laughs> they have seven yeah. new games. And Pokemon Scarlet's at the bottom of those. But I'm still playing Pokemon Scarlet. I was say, Scarlet. you got Scarlet, Arceus. So I'm still in there. Uh, like, Legend of Heroes, Trails from Zero, Stray. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Forgotten Lands, which was honestly really freaking good yeah. for a Kirby game. God of War Ragnarok at three. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Arceus at two, which because that was the most fun I had with the game. Yeah. game. And then I have Horizon as my game of the year. Yeah. That's right. Horizon. I played Horizon. I loved Horizon. And then I had, apparently I only watched two shows, which is Winning Time and Peacemaker. Um, you watched. Uh, it came out this year. You watched. Oh, it came out this year, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, so you watched Peaky Blinders? I was, yeah. It came out this year. It was yeah. Only. I watched Staircase, a little bit of The Staircase. Oh, Didn't yeah. finish it. Oh, we'll see about TV shows. But TV shows yeah. take up too much time. So they're like coming. TV shows have now become like my least favorite media. Yeah. Which like not, said, not it just anime, takes a lot of time. Not yeah. anime TV shows. Yeah. Except for The Last of Us, baby. January 15th. Mm-hmm. I cannot but, uh, wait. Video games are going to make a comeback this year, though. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be movies that suffer. Okay. Or maybe animes. We'll see. That's okay. Um, yeah, just have a goal of like 100. Get saving it to 100 movies. Uh, movies in total? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, well, yeah. Are we going to do stream rankings for January? Um, we might be able to for January. Might be able to? What do you want to do? I have stars. Yeah, we can do stars then. Just do stars? Yeah, let's do stars. All right. We haven't done stars yet, so stars yeah. for the first month of January. Look forward to that in on around February 1st. Let's see... Uh, All right, that's going to be it for 2022. Until next time, guys. See you guys.